In full, we're back to our regular schedule, so we're back. This is episode 2.9. Yes, as yes. Randy Quaid would say, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> of course, the most, Day. Who the fuck is that? The, the, the dude in Independence Day who flies his jet inside, like the, the, the mothership, like the oh, alien mothership. He just, he's, he's the one that blows up the fucking yeah, mothership like, with back. one single. <laughs> He always plays like a drunk redneck, like in all the movies, like uh, National Lampoon's. Uh... In life as well. Oh, oh, I really? No, I, I just said <laughs> no, I don't no, know no, who no, that is. No, he's just he's, just, he's a '90s actor. You've probably seen him, like, and he says, "I'm back." <laughs> so well, that's his one-liner. Will Smith doesn't get the kill. No, but he gets to punch the alien. Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, well. Welcome so. to Three Canadian Thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 once again, this week, I am Jamie. Uh, I'm Rita. And I'm Pierre. And we're here to talk about whatever entertained us the past week and probably talk about news if we have time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, personally, I, I, I have done... Uh, how can I say this? Uh, a lot of research <laughs> in the past two weeks. Uh, but uh, let's start with you, Mr. Rita. I heard that uh, you uh, continued a very popular game. At the yeah, yeah. Last time we spoke, I uh, was playing Resident Evil 2, and I went through uh, Claire Scenario A, and uh, that was really cool. I loved that experience, and then I did Leon B., which is like going over the game again as Leon, but like after you finish the game the first time. And it's a bit tougher the second time. I died a lot <laughs> the second time. It was way, mm. way uh, more ruthless. Really? Yeah, but it really gets to that like survival horror edge of like, okay, I was really scrounging for bullets. And at points I was just like, all right, all I have is a knife. Did you figure and- out how to like knife people? Uh, yeah, but I, 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 I suck too much to, like, be able to coordinate, like, a knife attack with mm. an undead zombie. Mm. So I just use them for counters, because counters are super useful when you get grabbed. Mm. Oh, great, damage. great. So I just, I saved, like, every grenade, every flash, every knife. I use yeah. them for counters. So what I saw uh, people do online, and it's kind of boring to watch is uh, they'll, like, shoot them in the knee or something mm-hmm. and then make them fall. Like, maybe, like, yeah. one hit in the, the knee n- and knife. then just knife their heads until they're, like, gone. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't I didn't, sound I didn't, like the, pla- the point pl- of the game, right? Yeah, exactly. I didn't play that way, and I feel like the way, like, the the zombies kind of show up and how they're arranged sometimes, you're, you're kind of always swarmed or in, like tight claustrophobic like corridors Mm. so it doesn't leave you much room to do that unless like you 
you kind of like single out zombies and yeah and it i don't want to play that way that's kind of lame and yeah. boring like if you have to do it all the time i'd rather just like play the game like naturally and just like shoot my way out or just like use the environment as much as possible mm. i would do the same yeah. honestly so in uh, uh in like the previous game mm-hmm. you you have even less bullets right you have like in resident evil one seven <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's, it's seven uh, is the one before two. <laughs> oh, and, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how the numbers that make sense. Yeah, and yeah. then it was Revelations two. Oh right, Jesus. Yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, that was canon. Yeah, yeah Revelations like numbers two. and yeah. yeah. But basically, in seven, you 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 don't really have bullets. You have right? a few. You have a few, uh, but you don't have a lot of enemies. So okay, not so, as yeah, much so as like Resident Evil two. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering, like, and are they like headshot done, or is or is it is it new in Resident Evil 2 where you need to like shoot them in the head 18 times? Yeah, yeah, like the their durability, like the zombies' durability, is it's really new. a new thing. Mm-hmm. Like in Resident Evil 7, the enemies were either like the family or the, uh, the mold, which are like just like this kind of like big, like blobby, stuff. anthropomorphic like shape. So it's not really. Mm-hmm. It has like arms and legs, just so you can kind of figure out its shape. But it's not really live. It's like a organic. But it's, it's goop. like it's so. like it replaces the zombies. Yeah. And the family is like the Mister X. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> that's, it depends. That's exactly like the, it. the father is like a Mister X. Uh, the 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 mother is kind of like a like enhanced liquor, if you want. Oh. So she's kind of like more like spidery oh, and walks so, around. So I noticed Ooh. like people mm-hmm. people playing silent with liquors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are, yeah, 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 yeah. They're uh, sensitive to sound, so if you walk slowly, they're blind. Yeah, yeah, they don't have eyes. So. You can't. They they won't notice you if you walk slowly. Yeah. Is that something that you just pick up with time? Is it tradition, or does the game actually show you within it's, its gameplay that it, it's it, blind? It never. It, it's never explicit. About it's never it. explicit. It's never okay. explicit. Uh, like the the closest thing you could have is in loading screens. It's like oh, a flash grenade will really uh, stun a liquor. Like that's a good way to stop them from moving and get your shots in. Okay. But it never really lets you know um, explicitly. That's that, weird because like, they're blind. Yeah, well, they don't have eyes or anything. But the way the levels are designed, or like the the you you can enter a room where like there's one on the on. Uh, on the ceiling, mm-hmm. but it's far enough that it didn't hear you yet. And you see oh, that it's not okay. really moving towards yeah. you. So if you panic and you start running, it's just going to go after you. But let's say you freeze and then you try to walk slowly. You'll see that it's not really So there, there really is a way can... to, to like every every enemy to not kill them, to not waste your bullets. Yeah, there's there's clever ways you can flash nades sometimes can be helpful to... Yeah. Uh, so you don't need like to like, throw fire at them all the time. You can like yeah. walk past them. And, mm-hmm. yeah. That's wonderful. I love that. That's survival horror. It's one of the <laughs> things that I, I didn't like about Resident Evil 7. It looked like you had to have one linear path and one way to deal with everything because everything seemed like it was as predicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a quick time event, whatnot, everything. You know? trying to think about it it feels it doesn't feel like that that much because from resident evil 7 unless like mostly the boss fights are like that mm-hmm. where it's like you just kind of like they're bullet sponges yeah so you're kind of like emptied for the next section of the game oh really every time 
mostly yeah. like it's it's that's the point of yeah the, it's kind of like end chapter yeah okay that's, i do remember that most of the gameplay you don't even have a gun in your hand mm-hmm. yeah but but uh, yeah so you're saying at, at bosses you need to use all your ammo in resident evil 7 yeah and resident I'm evil thinking 2 about playing like, 7 before mm-hmm. too i think uh i think what's what it's learned from like what resident evil 2 learned from 7 was all the uh level design where everything's interconnected because mm. resident evil 7 had like that dark souls effect of like or bloodborne where you get shortcuts within the house so you go somewhere and then you come back and then it's like oh you geographically map where everything is where the shortcuts are mm. and everything is interconnected and it's like oh that's clever and you it would make sense that like the boiler room would be under this place and stuff like that and that's where you'd find and I guess yeah, in that, that game like your fear comes from walking on old wood and things like that like making too much noise yeah well there's yeah there's that and in the in seven where it's like you don't know you can hear like a family member in the other room and oh. it's like no oh. They walk around with their lamp, and it's just like, oh, okay, stay in a corner. <laughs> like they're not aware that you're you're around, right? They kind of know. They're just really creepy and just kind of. They're kind of playing with their food, which is you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like the even like prior to Resident Evil Seven being announced as Resident Evil Seven was called yeah. Project Kitchen. Yeah. And one of the first scenes in the game is that like they sit down the main character and they make a meat like rotten food or just just like weird gory stuff yeah there's just it's really that feeding their pig yeah yeah, it's really that sense of like escape you need to escape this house like just whereas uh, resident evil 2 although you need to escape like go underground (laughs) and whatnot it's more like a puzzle house yeah escape the city and there's like puzzles there's puzzles in resident evil 7 as well and the one of the family members, the son, is just this uh, kind of like yeah, he likes like puzzles and just likes to. Oh, they okay. they presented as like the guy who like loved to like toy with people and just made like traps and like mm. escape room style scenarios. And uh, there's a segment of Resident Evil Seven where it's mostly just that. Hmm. So you Did you to... play the DLC for that? No, I played Cause zero I hear DLC. It, it links it to the main universe. What? Really? Yeah. Holy well, the, shit. That's yeah, why I'm interested. The end of Resident Evil 7 is just yeah. like Chris Redfield shows so up and it's like, hey. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're safe now. You know, uh, the DLC of Bioshock Infinite, there's three DLC. <laughs> there's one of it that actually links it back to the rest of the yeah, universe, it closes including the whole Rapture. Universe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I find it incredible, and I think it's worthwhile because it explains all the links. With yeah, that. but it's a bummer when they do that with DLC. When yeah, the greatest true. story it, content it should have been yeah. part of the yeah. Honestly, I agree. With like that. a third game or an expansion pack, but a DLC feels yeah. weird. Like episode two of the DLC will close the entire universe. Yeah, I think Assassin's Creed Origins did that, where there's like great story DLC in the DLC. Yeah, Brotherhood. And I think one of the worst offenders was Dragon Age, where it's like you had like a whole character and just like a whole story arc that has like yeah. huge impact on just the the that universe's lore is locked behind DLC or even Mass Effect. Like 3. I think I think like Bioware the, pro, the like, yeah Bioware goes behind like well old Bioware cause. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like it kind of like excuses itself 
because it's like a fantasy world and it's like you need to read all the lore you read the books if you're a fan of that universe you know Mm -hmm. so like you you'll have played all the dlc by it's kind of involved like like Mm -hmm. you know how they teased the new dragon age Mm -hmm. and some people didn't even know was dragon age but like the fans were like oh yeah the fans will pick up on this this lore thing yeah Yeah, they really had to read between the lines in order to 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 do connections Mm -hmm. but uh by the way, you know, last uh, last week uh, we mentioned uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey's DLC that yeah. had cons, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes you uh, that uh, basically disregards any of your LGBT um, choices within within the game and just oh no, you're straight and you have a lineage now. Yeah. Deal with it. Mm. Um, by the way, we talked about it last yeah. time. They are changing it now. Yeah, they I are they're changing going it. Yeah. Well, good. They're they're they're, <laughs> they're kind of they, they realized after after of course selling the DLC yeah, and having their numbers. In, yeah, they shouldn't have done that in the first place. Like, yeah, because they gave so yeah. literal erasure. How does that work though? Like if you've played it already. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll I, we'll have to look at the specifics once once they modify it. You probably can replay the mission and make. You probably can have a choice at the end because I feel like the DLC pro- just didn't give you a choice. It just mm, so you'd have oh, to just character needs it. a lineage, and if you're playing as Cassandra and your character was either like asexual or yeah. uh, bisexual or queer or didn't just didn't want to have children because like she's a mercenary that doesn't want to have children. Oh, pff, there. Yeah, she, this, she, this is like the whole like the whole thing about giving you choices is that eventually. They take it away. Yeah, well, yeah, like they have. They, they try to commit to a canon. Yeah, you can't really do that. Like, it's a little misleading, honestly. If uh, <laughs> if they're going to go like the full route of oh, this is gonna change the way that you nah. Ultimately, <laughs> every all the all the roads lead to Rome. Mm-hmm. All mm. the Mass Effect choices lead to three choices, apparently. Two choices if you didn't amass enough armada for the last battle, apparently. I so. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like, especially for Odyssey, it's kind of clumsy. Because this isn't like um, like a, something within the defining the universe. It's something that defines the character. That you've played. That as, you've played yeah. and that you've, like, they give you character choice for the first time. Yeah. In Assassin's Creed. And, and then, then took it And then the DLC just, like, didn't get the memo. yeah. Just take it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like there should have been more communication on, in development between like the main people who made the main game and what was added to the DLC. Yeah, and then weirdly, like if if you do a sequel or whatever, this person becomes an NPC and starts doing ma- like choices that you don't really want them to. <laughs> like, that always happens, especially with Bioware too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's the. Uh, the witch character in Dragon Age? Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan. Yeah, yeah, and like in the... She the, hot. But in the latest one, like you can turn her into a dragon or whatever. Oh, or she turns back to a dragon? There's a choice that changes the entire story. And like, I guess like basically it, it, it you don't even know that you're making that choice. So it's either like she stays in your party or this thing happens. Mm-hmm. And it, it changes the entire, like, not not the ending, but, like, the entire, like, last five hours of the game is 
completely not what you want it to be or what you want it to be. Okay. Okay. And like the only way they're going to follow that up is by making a game that happens with a different cast but you know it's a sequel and it's in another region and you're yeah, not really they, like they have to move away from what they've already established because they they, yeah. they they give you so many choices like none of them are, are the good one right there's mm-hmm. no there's no like <laughs> yeah and yeah. again before um mass effect um uh, sorry <laughs> before dragon age inquisition came out they actually gave the tool in order to do all the choices that the two games prior gave you yeah in order yeah, to I remember that yeah. that that was really creative and yeah. you could actually go on the website mm-hmm. and see the consequences of your actions there was a description for every single action that you would do mm-hmm. and um it would permit you to uh for the pc version at least uh, download a file that would uh, oh, make okay. you do all those decisions yeah you could do them on the ps4 version just like yeah you yeah. can select it yeah. Yeah. yeah well a bunch of games of the sort are doing that like even Witcher 3 remember like it, when well, like you, you're at, at least you're at the beginning is closed yeah when you meet the emperor like there's um you're getting groomed there, to there, be the emperor and yeah you, you and there's a guy story. there's a guy just taking into account like so who are you uh, Geralt of Rivia um, you were at the event at this moment. What did you do? And then you can choose. That's really creative. And he's kind of mm-hmm. retelling the story, and it's you choosing what happened in the previous two games because the releases for those games is like all over the place. Or the first one you could only play on PC, and then the second one you can only play on PC and 360. Yeah. And then Witcher 3 is finally like on PlayStation and like and they're, on they're vastly different games, all of them. So you yeah. might have not played the first one at all. And yeah. you might never well, yeah, do but, it. Yeah. So <laughs> why yeah. would you be like penalized I, yeah, for not that's, having that's like a, a great, PC in 2007? And, that's a great yeah. example of like when making too many choices in a game is really bad. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in The Witcher 2, depending on one choice. <laughs> You missed half of the game. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Oh, Honestly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Half yeah, yeah, of the yeah. game? Yes. Yes. And you don't know. There's an important choice at like the end of chapter one or two. And chapter you have one, to yeah. side with either someone or someone else. And I was playing that game on release with a friend. And we made different choices uh, for that chapter. Yeah. And then after we both finished the game, he looked at my achievements. And he was like, what? How come you didn't even get the achievements in the arena? And I was like, what arena? What arena? Yeah. <laughs> so like... One, one, and I was like, yeah. is it really that different? And there's it like is. 20 hours of content that's drastically different from one choice to another. I don't know if I don't like that or if I do. I don't because there. I feel like an author has to have an intended experience for you. And mm-hmm. it it, I guess it could be both, but you're never playing that game again. Like... Yeah, and, and like what you miss. Watch the other one. On what YouTube. you missed is like arena stuff. <laughs> yeah, and what the other person missed is an entire different city with like a cast of maybe fifteen other characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's not made equally. Uh, I agree with the fact that um, it's not the it's author's intention because <laughs> the author won't necessarily. From yeah. the beginning, when they start out the story, they have an intention, and then it just yeah. they just tack on different choices to it. So of course, it won't be made equal. Yeah, older RPGs like still gave you choices, like oh, you wanna 
destroy everybody instead of do the, the thing yeah. well okay there's an ending for that but it's not going to be a good one yeah. like uh, it, it, the, these feel like fake choices to me like they're well, not really... it always comes back to a final decision at the end but if I think about Witcher 2 what I like about that thing the fact that it kind of like there's a fork in the road and you get really different experiences is that the author thought of like what if this character made that decision mm -hmm. and what if that character made that other decision and it just gives you it did it the well, whole author's so. process of like you yeah. know it's like the the kind of like fantasy scenarios or it's like what if uh uh what if leia was a jedi at the same time as luke or something or yeah. what if she wasn't and then you get like you get to see both of them and i think that's a cool thing for video games with choices and i like it when developers aren't afraid of players not seeing their content ah i think yeah. that's like you know it's the hollow knight thing where it's like there's so much content but it commits to having it hidden but they can give you hints of where you can find it and stuff i think that's like they trust the player enough to make their own decisions and it's not trying to like baby you and to like make the right choice like well here's your paragon points here's that, your that's fine points but like for story points it's a bit weird because well while the witcher did it well because it was only one choice and, mm -hmm. and then both were like constructed in, like heavily mm -hmm. you can see in games like dragon age inquisition where your choices are like yeah there was a main one and we didn't tell you what it was and this is a subpar story you're getting now it's not like mm -hmm. two equal stories yeah if it if it has to be done it really needs to be done expertly well like yeah and to be fair like uh, witcher 2 i think you enjoyed because you made the right choice <laughs> like, <laughs> i do feel like i did but yeah that's that's, that's how i see it but uh, you remind me of dragon age 2 um Dragon and, Age 2. Yeah, Dragon Age 2. At the end of the game, I don't yeah. know if you remember, but like it ends up in like this big confrontation between the mages and uh, yeah. the Templars. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The yeah, I remember and that. you make a choice. You mm -hmm. either side with like mages or Templars, like because it's it's all fucked up. Like Anders blew up the church. Blah, blah. It's chaos in Kirkwall, and yeah. whatever choice you make at the end, it just it just basically chooses in what order you're gonna fight the final bosses because for no reason let's say uh in my game i was playing a mage like uh hawk was a mage character and he sided with the mages at the mm -hmm. end and then you're fighting templars and then the leader of the mages just goes oh i'm evil and i'm a big thing now oh no <laughs> and then what you a cop out and yeah. then you beat him and yeah. then you fight the leader of the Templars afterwards. And if you do the opposite choice, it's the same thing. You fight the leader of the Templars, and then... Then he becomes an evil thing. Yeah, and he's just oh. like, we're siding together, but... <laughs> oh, I'm so possessed and evil. <laughs> but no! It, we, you need to have yeah. this boss fight right now. We but, both need oh. to die because we can't be in the next game. <laughs> but Dragon Age 2, that's explained by its uh, its history. Like, how it was made and how rushed it was. Yeah, it was a rushed not. game, sadly. But like... They do that with Dragon Age 3 too. You do choose between uh, <laughs> Templars and Mages uh, halfway yes, through the game. Yes, and they make you fight both because... Yeah. Because, yeah, because yeah, why, why commit to a choice and just have different, like, versions of a story? Like, you, you, you Players have, need to see all the content. Witcher so. 3 has yeah. great choices. Yeah. And it was the first one where everybody went, oh, wow, okay. But they're all in this. They made it purposefully all kind of in the side content. 
There's yeah. a bit at the end, and yeah. that kind of gives you like a different ending, mm-hmm. a small different ending. Yeah. That's like, that's not the greatest part of the choices in the game. But like, if they made it in the side stories, like, that makes sense because his mm-hmm. path is still to go save this girl. Yeah. But like, as he goes along, these stories kind of matter less. Mm-hmm. But they're still like very well written. So they're worth about, playing. Well, they're, they're better than the, the <laughs> than main some story. games. Yeah. 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 So. so in having choices that don't alter the whole universe but alter some things in the, the world is fine yeah because it's mostly Geralt doesn't change anything in the universe he just shows like, up for things yeah. he just shows up for events yeah. so it's like where was <laughs> he just he was, along for the ride but yeah was he at the olympics or me, was he perfect. at the super bowl because like it's a <laughs> Like, Tintin goes to the Super Bowl. Tintin goes to the Olympics. Geralt just shows up at this big event. Yeah, and he gets and to know shit up. What's, what's up. But he's not that influential in anything, really. He's That's still the best way that games can, like, in, in, insert a protagonist yeah. into a story. Yeah, because it's always weird when, like, you finish, like, Dragon Age 1, and it's, like, your main changed character the entire changed world. the entire world. Nobody remembers your name. And he was, yeah. oh, it was this vague character who, like, found kings and... The, in Dragon Age 4, <laughs> I tell you, it's like gonna be the Inquisitor did some things and saved the world. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's okay. I mean, it, it leaves a little leeway for the authors of 4. It doesn't have to be the same <laughs> ones, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, all these choices make me think of, of certain absurd choices that were done early on. I mean, Chrono Trigger being the wonderful game it is. Mm-hmm. Some of the choices were fucking absurd. But came they, out of nowhere, <laughs> left field. Like, what the fuck, lizard people? But Are you serious? Yeah, but that's something that, that that you end up doing after finishing the game. You yeah. never, you never go to the to the lizard people stuff. Yeah, uh, like on your first run, there's no way. Like, he, there's no yeah, way you're you do not gonna, Yeah, you're you know, not gonna like, beat Lavos level eighteen. Like. Yeah, like that, but that's yeah. great. That's kind of just extra content. That's mm-hmm. not like you'll never, never, ever do that on your first run. It's it's kind of trying to read like mini fan fictions made by by the author of yeah. how it could have finished and how it's not intended to finish because the the real ending has the real credits that go by and everything with a wonderful image and a yeah. different art style yeah. and everything. But the rest is just like oh this thing happened oh and in the future <laughs> this person's sad this person doesn't exist and this person is just okay. And you it, know? <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of the first game that did a new game plus for you to explore that. Yeah. So, um, like, we've only iterated on that since. Like, if you look at near, it's kind of just that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's interpretations of like the stories going on. But I'm thinking of Chrono Trigger, mm. and it's also a story about time travel and changing timelines. <laughs> so it's only appropriate, I find, that yeah. it's like they can get weird with it and just have fun with like different endings like hey what if because it's that's what most time travel stories are yeah. just they, like, they hey. do it a lot better in chrono cross too with like the multiple worlds and like the events that you might have changed in chrono trigger mm-hmm. it's really cool yeah yeah great game chrono cross i love that game yeah i think it's a very underrated and you guys are probably the biggest fans of Chrono Cross that I've ever <laughs> met in my entire life like yeah. each time each time you talk about Chrono Cross I see hearts in your eyes going yeah. like we understand each other 
Yeah. Well, it was it was that and Xenogears, right? It's the two games that are like better than Final Fantasy seven and eight and ten. Oh my god! Like, Chrono Cross's biggest crime was just like people expected not like, being uh, triggered. Yeah, exactly. Not being Chrono Trigger two. It's just it's, just, it's not a crime. It, but it, was it was a good story in itself, and yeah. it was a good. I thought it was a great sequel to it, but it just thematically it went com- like it went totally diff like it was totally very different from Chrono Trigger. Well, Chrono was, Trigger was a trip. Like, it, it was, it was fun. a more mature game, basically. It was mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is a game where you need to be a little more grown up to enjoy it. Yeah, but the Chrono Trigger fans didn't grow up with the game. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, then play Dragon Quest, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, like I guess there was. Um, She's like, I can't remember, sorry. Go. Yeah, but also there, there's one thing, though, about Chrono Cross. It had such a huge cast. That's what so I was going to say. It, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't spend as much time developing each character. Like, some characters really just show up. And that's it, kind of the bad part of it. Yeah, there's the, too there, many there are problems with Chrono Cross. It's a Cross, gallery like, of every yeah. ty- archetype, every single... If, mm-hmm. if it was a good cast of 12 characters, and that's still a lot, instead of, I think, 38 characters... 32? No, it was 40-something. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was like yeah. f- close to 46 or something. It was like Suikoden Light. And you had to play yeah. the game three Packed times to get... It. You had to play the game three times over to get the whole cast. Yeah. And some of them like weren't even worth it. Like, one of them is yeah. just like a pink dog. Like yeah, it's cool, but <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just... It's your childhood friend's yeah. dog. Yeah, or the UFO. <laughs> one of them was yeah, a yeah, big yeah, mama yeah, like, with a frying pan. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and you have her son and her daughter, and you couldn't get all three of them in the same playthrough. like so Because you, you made to, choices yeah. like put in the game, and like either one of them would join you. But it was an era of there aren't too many games. Yeah. So like uh, it was kind of justified in the sense that you, it might have been your game for that summer or that year. like that you just It was played. a summer game. Yeah. Yeah. But like it, it might have been the game that you play until the next RPG or whatever. Like you don't necessarily have the money to to play another game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there weren't that many being released either, so one like, of the first games but to it's have like the fast padding. forward feature. It did? Oh, it did. Yeah. When you finish the game, you can fast that. forward battles. Like you could just uh you could oh, just hold okay. the button and you See, could I n- navigate. I never played it so it made time. like uh, subsequent playthroughs way faster. I'm really surprised that the only major game that I could think of off the top the top of my head that featured a fast forward was uh, <laughs> was uh, Bravely Default. Yep. And yeah, that's that like, was <laughs> what, 15 years later. Yeah, it's yeah. much later. Like I think like uh, Chrono Cross was what 99. Oh yeah! Oh my God, we're so old. Yeah, Cross is ninety nine, and it is uh, a PlayStation One game. Yeah, it came I, out I between forgot. eight I and it was nine. A, like, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy eight and nine. But yeah, I'd, the the soundtrack was really good, but there were some shit songs on that soundtrack too. I disagree, but the again, the the the, the, the dog barks like the battle theme. But do you prefer that or like having four songs in like near automata in in like you know how every area just repeats the same song? Over? Yeah, yeah. Like I had them in my head really for two weeks good. after I finished. I feel, I feel like that so- Chrono Cross's soundtrack has good enough tracks. It has like sixty two or whatever. Yeah, like, but it has like more good tracks than 
bad ones, so the soundtrack in uh, itself is definitely like worth a listen. But there are yeah. tracks I skip. Yeah, for sure. Listen, like like the battle theme or the yeah. boss theme. The <gasps> <laughs> it was really weird. Why, why is someone yeah. choking a dog in the background of the boss battle theme? The, the, the fight <laughs> songs are really weird for that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like them though. Uh, it, it's weird because if you if you listen, like, because the battle theme sounds really weird, like for a battle theme in, in an RPG in that era. But if you listen to the the it's basically the same song as uh, in uh, Radical Dreamers, mm. but in Radical Dreamers it was like this like small game with like eight bit or sixteen bit music. Yeah, and if you put it in sixteen bit instead of all these weird, it instruments, sounds better. It sounds like a battle theme. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. It's like the the, the Resident Evil One uh, director's cut basement song, the one that sounds like. Uh, it sounds oh terrible. my god like if so <laughs> yeah, yeah horrible it's one of the worst tracks ever but uh there's a rumor that says that it was played with the wrong instruments oh okay they were they were midis back then right? yeah still, still so they, that's they, what it sounds they like the wrong instrument track in the midi yeah, list oh yeah. that makes sense now it, 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 it just sounds like dying horns like <laughs> and they just they just put the wrong instrument in the track and it and it's not scary at all you feel ridiculed like in, in that basement it's just where's the horror well it's the music other than resident evil 2 <laughs> the, the true horror <laughs> other than resident evil 2 how did you entertain yourself uh, honestly, that was mostly it. I finished that game. Uh, great time. There, I still have two scenarios to do afterwards because there's Hunk, which is like you play this super badass soldier dude in Raccoon oh, City. Hunk, like the like uh, the guy with no face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a uh, pre-modern warfare guy. Yeah, he was in Resident Evil Four too. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like he's, he's a kill zone character. Yeah, he's like yeah. a super badass with a gas mask, and, and there's a tough scenario, and then. Once you complete his, you get tofu. Yeah, tofu mode, which is absolutely, absolutely absurd. Yeah, you're just this huge tofu block with 30 knives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get anything else. And it's because there there's an inside joke or like uh, it's this. The tofu block is basically just the hitbox the characters Ooh. had when um, the developers were testing the game. It was just like this big, like gray box that would run around and like shoot and do the things and they kept it in the game as like an optional mode and it's like an extra super hard mode so i want to i want to get back to that afterwards like i took a break because i played a lot of games in the previous weeks and i didn't get much sleep just playing like resident <laughs> evil and like it came out on friday i finished it on tuesday and i did things in between like it it was was not it was a lot of a lot of game playing oh that's okay i mean Kids out there, don't overplay. <laughs> Keep your mental health. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get some you need sleep. To step away from the TV once in a while. Yeah, that's what I did afterwards, mostly. <laughs> and Mr. Pierre, how did you entertain yourself in the past week? I've been playing Dragon Quest. <laughs> like I spent maybe four days just uh, coming back home and playing Dragon Quest for six hours straight. What really? Yeah. And so it has a lot of content now. I'm 60 hours in, and I think I'm 
maybe two thirds into the game. So it's not oh. that long. Oh, that's wonderful that it kept. But it's longer. Kept the than... length of before. Yeah, it's supposed to be the halfway point, but I don't <laughs> think it is really. I think it, it's two thirds beyond. In. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty good. Uh, any story beat that I talk about is a spoiler. No. <laughs> so there's not much to say about it. Um, How many I'd playable say, characters say, are there? That's also a spoiler. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> let's not. Let's like. I'm, I'm gonna try to ask you questions to dance around spoilers. But it's yeah. like, do you feel like there's character development happening within the? Within the or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all you have to say. Yeah. Oh, so, excellent. Okay. Because that's what I'm most interested in. Honestly. So basically, the game uh, starts where you're alone, right? Mm-hmm. And then adds a cast at, a, uh, at every city. So mm-hmm. like typical RPG. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. learn Classic. a bit about them and their background and why they're helping you. And that makes sense. And usually that stops there. Yeah. But I'm so around halfway, there's like a main uh, major event. Mm. And then the characters all grow or change from that. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Like, I don't remember last time that a Square Enix game did that growing up and stuff like that. I do. Yeah. I, feel Final it's, Fantasy I feel it's a classic. <laughs> I feel like it's a classic thing. Yeah, Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy 6. Final so, Fantasy 7. Well, Final Fantasy 6, it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's his own beast, I would yeah. say. I mean, hell. The, Final the, Fantasy 4. The, the world of ruin. <laughs> The, the world yeah. of light. Oh, Final yeah, Fantasy 4, they had yeah. the excuse. Oh, she was sent to another world and now she's got tits. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically every it's kind of like a it's a major square trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, doing a uh, an event and then changing the characters. And it was kind of a disappointment in fifteen actually because they did that at the last chapter, mm-hmm. and I thought like, oh okay, I'm halfway through the game now. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just go beat the final boss. Yeah, right, I don't know if you guys played fifteen. Yeah, I, I finished saw fifteen. The ending, and I saw most of it uh, in gameplay. I think there's thirteen and years that pass in like in between a chapter. Yeah, and the and final then you one. Go by yeah. fi- fight the final boss, and I was like, this is when the game starts getting interesting. Well, that's I heard fifteen is another one of those games where like there's a lot of really good story hidden behind DLC. Like there's DLC for each character, yeah, like what they, they did, within, and within they canceled the, the DLCs. Uh, like they canceled three or four of the DLCs. With like stories. A, a full season plus one extra DLC came yeah. out. And but it was supposed those... to be eight instead of like five because it got mm-hmm. canceled out of like it's not popular anymore, mm-hmm. and the director left the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh like. boy. Well, yeah, I that's see. that's kind of sad news because like we don't know the exact reasons, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like might be a lot of work to be working on the same game for like so many years and yeah. like having to like you, you push come the content in you come in to like over and over save again. nomura's yeah. like bad directing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like okay you, you gotta take his spot now because he's <laughs> fucked up yeah, yeah so like rush this game in a year and a half yeah. like you got you got like 16 months go over time all the time everybody Okay, it's released. Can you guys do DLC for the next two years? Like, <laughs> yeah. Nobody oh wants that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's it's kind of a tough place to be in. And usually that kind of format works for online competitive games. Like Rainbow Six yeah. Siege has like constant DLC 
where it's like there's new maps. There's well, it's new, not a vision. It's uh, like a, it's a team that just updates their game. Right? Yeah, exactly. They play the game. They balance it. They add characters. They add maps. They add tools. That's fine. But when a story has to be involved and then characters and then mm. you have to do it. And to tell me that you add more and more and more to a story and everything makes more sense and fits... That's kind of an achievement in itself. Usually, yeah. like when a, it's a delicate when, balance, exactly, because it's really easy to have a story just get more bloated. Or the game was unfinished. That's how I feel about Final Fantasy. They redid an yeah, entire yeah. chapter at one yeah. point. Yeah, like well, because it was hard to play. It was hard to understand. Also. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, this story is not good anymore, so let's change this chapter." Some character motivations were unclear. Yeah. And you kind of just had to shrug your shoulders and go. I'm surprised that they... they <laughs> it was a late chapter. Like, yeah. the game wasn't finished. Yeah. It was all, so all hard to tell the story. They had to tack on the fucking movie. There's a movie. There's an anime. And, like, I feel like I kind of just enjoyed the game because of these things. Like, yeah. I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much on its own. Because the characters are kind of bland in the game. It would have been harder to get into, yeah. Without like the the the, the kind of like that to me slide, is a sign yeah. of a bad game. Like, <laughs> there's there's but anyway so much like uh, the, the thing is like Dragon Quest does a similar thing, mm-hmm. and uh, there is character growth, but it's all very typical. It's all fantasy, tol- not Tolkien, but like you know it's classic fantasy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and it keeps the humor constant. The good yeah. old Dragon yeah. Dragon Quest traditional it's kind f- of lowbrow humor. It's so well translated. Like, yeah, it's insane. That's like the the I, I f- the localization. Might, it might be better than like the original, right? Because uh, they they added voices before the the Japanese version, mm-hmm. so they worked with that too. All yeah, the, like like towns have like different flavors. We've mentioned previously, but they also have like. As you said, like uh, localization aspects and just listening to the voice actors getting into like the, the, the well, the NPCs from what I remember are like just a blast to listen to. Yeah. And even the cast, yeah. like. So it's like, even though the story isn't crazy, it's, it's the first RPG they've released in a while that feels complete and quality throughout. Like, even though I'm only going to find all the crystals or whatever, it's well mm-hmm. made. Mm-hmm. Which isn't the case with, like, whatever they've been releasing for the last decade, decade no. and a half. Once it's going to be at a decent price, honestly. But it's not the same people, right? It's it's the Enix side. It's of different the teams, yeah. It's an enjoyable game, Dragon Quest. And it has, it has charm. That's something that I feel like was lacking in a lot of uh, uh, JRPGs sometimes. It really has that charm that Bravely Default has, uh, that Octopath Traveler kind of tried to bring a little bit. But I feel like Dragon Quest does it better. It's Mm. really just like, it's inviting. It feels like like your Saturday morning JRPG. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to to put it. Like, it's not going to change your life or anything, Mm. but you'll have fun. Get your bowl of cereal. And there's there's nothing. <laughs> there's Boot nothing lazy yeah. in the game. No, there's no. They didn't cut budget anywhere. Well, they there's the music. <laughs> like, oh, it's, that's that's that it's it's really 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 bad. Like sometimes I'll go to a new area and put the sound on because uh, well the music 
sound on because I'm like, oh, this situation sounds like there's going to be something new there. And I leave it on for 45 seconds. <laughs> and you grow tired of it until it after. loops again. Lord. Well, yeah. Even just the, the intro sequence in that game, there's like a big escape with the baby, and it's like yeah. a baby's being pursued by like demons, and the music is like carnival music. We're gonna kill this baby, kind of. Oh, yeah. This is off putting in a certain way. Like, this, I'm not feeling it, music. Like, it. But, but sometimes there's like uh, there's people singing you know mm-hmm. as all mm-hmm. like fantasy RPG things have at one point there's people like singing something uh, important like a choir yeah, yeah or like uh, people around a fire start singing or whatever yeah, but I yeah, got yeah. that sound off so it's just like text so I haven't heard those but it's it's like playing the Japanese version in a certain way yeah. if you don't have like the voice. No, but it's like the but it's like the music now. The music, so it's, yeah. No, so it's not um, the same at all. Otherwise, I played two other games. I played uh, Nippon Marathon. <laughs> oh yeah, is, uh, tell me about it. Which is a marathon game um, set in Japan. <laughs> is it made by Bungie? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. Why would it be by Bungie? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, I I don't know who the developer is. And I'm I'm thinking it might be some white guy being super racist. Or it's like a a Japanese game that that, that just makes fun. Because, like, so, basically, um, I played it as a party game, but there is a story mode. And the, the main four characters are... There's this uh, Japanese kid who uh, inherits a lobster farm. Okay. A lobster farm. Bubba Gump. But but like the lo- <laughs> but it's actually like lobsters that like live on a, a land farm like like cows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's not by the sea. It's just yeah. land lobsters. There's also like this old man who dresses in seifuku uh, clothes. Like they all have silly stories, and basically, you, you you the game is just you run around uh, bits of marathon, and if you get further enough from ev- everybody, you win a star, and then it starts again. So it's like small bits. It's not like a it's not a lengthy marathon, but it's like small bits of the marathon, going from South Tokyo to like uh, or like South Japan to like North Japan. And uh, it's just the silliest game. Um, and it's really fun to play like party mode because it, it's made to be like a four player game. And there's just the silliest stuff. And yeah, there's at one point there's like a, there's tremors. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that it was made in Japan. Okay, <laughs> graboids. Because <laughs> it's like That's super terrible. Si- <laughs> yeah. What the hell? But That's- it's like. It's a game where like Shiba. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. What? You mean like earthquakes? Yeah. Yeah. I thought about like the movie Tremors oh, no, 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 with the no, no, no. huge worms and the graboids. No, no, there's. And I was like, oh, they're referencing Tremors. No, no, there's. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's earthquakes. Yeah, that's like the worst trash brain moment. Like, yeah. just like, <laughs> there's giant snakes. Under, uh, I was like, oh yeah, earthquakes. Yeah. 
So there's. They immediately just went, oh. I just shit. didn't want to oh. say earthquakes, but there, yeah. there's there's earthquakes oh. and like like that's grim. Skyscrapers <laughs> falling and you you keep running, and there's like uh, shibas that like dogs that like hunt you down. No, <laughs> no, how dare you, they? You go through everything. Uh. There, there's like the the snow monkeys, the ones that like. Stay in geothermal pools. Yeah, like the baboons, kind of yeah. like yeah, with the red face. Yeah, they like throw bananas at you. Uh, there's a bunch of like obstacles constantly, and it's hilarious. It's a very fun game. <laughs> I got it on the, the the Japanese store because I had like leftover money, but mm -hmm. it's also available on the. Uh, it's on Switch. Yeah, so okay. So. Uh, So basically, it's the equivalent of, of doing a, a marathon from the it left to the right of Canada, and there's igloos, and there's hockey pucks, yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. there's beer yeah. getting thrown at you, and toques, yeah. and the yetis. Oh, so the, the, the kid who uh, who owns the lobster farm dresses as a lobster. So he's in a lobster oh. cosplay running around like, yeah, it's pretty funny. It kind of reminded <laughs> me of a, it, it, it felt like a Wii era game. You know, okay. like yeah, yeah, there yeah. were like Muscle March, that, Tomenas Center. When you bought when you bought Muscle mm -hmm. March and we played it, it reminded me of that. Yeah. And so it's that silly. From its description, it remind like that's that's. It feels that's good. I, I think of. it's like ten bucks. Okay. Okay. That's that's affordable for like, like kind of like a joke party game. Yeah. And uh, then I played uh, Travis Strikes again. No more heroes. Oh, yes. There you go. Yeah. Finally. Yes. Started, yeah. eh? I haven't finished it. I'm halfway through, I think. Do it. Am I halfway through? Yeah. Uh, you did two, no, four. three. Four? four. Yeah, yeah you're kind of halfway. You're a bit more than halfway a, through yeah, it. Yeah, but I, yeah. So, I think I might replay the game as well. Like, uh, I'm doing all the side content. I'm getting the cat in every area. Yeah, yeah, finding So, Jean. like, I'm pla yeah. pla kind of playing the game twice. Mm -hmm. Um... It's the best No More Heroes game. I love by it. Far. I love <laughs> it. Oh, I love I'm it. Surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, I looked back on one and two uh, after after starting that one, and it was like, oh no, it's actually it's the best No More Heroes game. It's um, it's kind of like the point of entry is bad. Like you have to already be a fan to to enjoy it. Okay. But not just a fan of No More Heroes. Uh, of, Grasshopper of Grasshopper and Suda as well. And, it, and when you open the game, it says, like, 20th anniversary project. Like, it's really just, this is our... Like, the team got smaller, and it's just the core team now. Mm -hmm. So it's... Uh, they recently moved into, like, a smaller office. I guess so, because they're not making enough money. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, this is the core people from from 20 years ago or maybe there's a new there there has to be new people yeah, there. I but I, mm -hmm. yeah i think the biggest they were was maybe 50 or 70 people during like the like the shadow of the damned era where yeah. they got ea budget and everything mm -hmm. but now there there may be 25 or less like yeah they're a much smaller feel, team and i feel like maybe like eight like people worked on on this <laughs> game like it's a really tiny game yeah. uh the mechanics are solid yeah Yeah, the so the animations look great. Yeah, the everything about it is really good. It's just if you expected some mm, like mismanaged memory of No More Heroes, then you'll be disappointed. Yeah, if you which expected a, a, an upgrade to No More Heroes One and Two, which were Wii games, the, but like the, but bringing the it to is like much a tighter, so I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 solid. Like it it plays well. It's responsive. It's dumb action fun and it's, it's really like I emphasize the dumb <laughs> yeah. 
because it, it's part of its humor it's part of its personality it's, it's style over substance but purposefully yeah so it's just so like it's one not, and two yeah. <laughs> honestly yeah. yeah, a lot of things didn't make sense, and they kind of reveled over it. It's like, oh, it doesn't make sense, but it looks cool, so we're gonna run with sense. it and tell and tell the audience that we did it because we oh. felt like it. The game constantly talks to the player, like, yeah. and you were saying last week, like that. Uh, it's a game where the main character is aware that he's, he's in a game, yeah. and there are other games in the world. In the world, and he doesn't mind because the the game, his game world is vast. I guess, like, <laughs> yeah, he lives a whole life in there, so he doesn't <laughs> care. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it there's characters from every single uh, Grasshopper game. Yeah, that, that that show up. It's kind of a celebration of Grasshopper so, too. Yeah. Like, if you don't know them, it just it seems weird and quirky. Like, mm-hmm. you have uh, a character from Killer is Dead that, like, hunts down Dracula. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. characters from, uh, like, even the older games, like 25th Ward. Yeah, Silver Case. And even the game is Flower like, Sun. what's the 25th Ward? <laughs> like, Grasshopper <laughs> knows that not a lot of people have played the 25th Ward in yeah. itself. Like, But they mention it, and they mention the fact that they know it's not their most popular game. My prediction is that Travis is coming as DLC character for Super Smash Bros. That would be, be great. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. He he would belong there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and he, he's he, a sword character. Yeah, right? and he and he he would quip like on just everything, much like in uh, Super would, Smash Brawl when you had like the Colonel like just telling Snake like this is Wario, watch out for his farts. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, but I, can, I wonder though if like. Uh, if they would go all out with it because so every time you do your super attack he yells like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think they would censor it or something they would go like yeah, it'd be like eight bit sounds off. Buzz eight, off. or they just yeah. use eight bit sounds yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a blast it's really fun um i think it's my favorite game in a long while maybe since god of war like i'm i was trying to think about like when's the last time i enjoyed a game that much and i think it goes to the game of the year games it's so there you go pierre is recommending uh travis strikes again over near automata (laughs) (laughs) well the game means something different for us like i feel like this is a game made for us. i don't think i'd recommend it (laughs) yeah no because i feel most people who aren't into like grasshopper games or no more heroes as hard as we are might not like it and understandably so because it's kind of like a hefty price like 40 yeah uh 53 53 but it's All a visual. It's a visual novel with parts. yeah, with action bits that are very very simple. Travis Strikes Again is the full game, and in Travis Strikes Again, you have visual novel segments that are called Travis Strikes Back, <laughs> just to confuse everyone. Yeah, there's a second game in the because game. Because fuck you. And the game is about <laughs> and every time you're like Travis Strikes Back, Travis Strikes Again. Yeah. So there's a, a second game in the game, and the game is about going into games. And there's one game where you go into the game, and you go into a game inside that game. Mm-hmm. So like it, it it's so just, it ridicules it, itself already oh, in the abso- game. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, there there's one point in uh in, in the story where they go like, oh, your Metacritic score is gonna be hurt by this part, 
Oh yeah. wow! It's like we should <laughs> we should shorten the visual novel part because people don't want like players don't want to read so much. So let's end it here. Visual novel seg- segment ends because yeah, it would hurt the yeah. Metacritic well, score. Travis is just like I don't care. Like, yeah, he's like I'm doing this for myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like as a video game character, he's like I don't care. I'm not here to please the player. Oh, so that's the author's so like, intention. <laughs> so, like, all, all the complaints that were made before the game was even released, or, like, the complaints that came from the reviews, were anticipated. Yeah, they were expected. Yeah. yeah. That is very surprising. I do not... <laughs> I don't remember a game that was self-aware at that point. Hmm. It knows. <laughs> so that means they playtested it, and they talked about the script multiple times after that all of the development was done. That's yeah, genius. It's, <laughs> it's not only self-aware within its story, but it's self-aware within its... Budget? It's in reception. <laughs> and its critical reception, they were aware of how people would react to its I release. Less and less as I play it feel like they just had a small budget. Mm-hmm. More than they just had the vision and they went along with it. Yeah, like it would have suffered if it had more budget. Yeah, well, yeah. Sometimes like it just bloats your game and you have to justify the spending for some yeah. reason. And the the bad parts of it are the same for every Suda game. It's mainly the uh, the level design, like aesthetically, is always bland. Coffee and donuts. Yeah, it's just an area. You beat monsters, and that's it. Like they've only done two types of games. They've done the visual novel style and the beat 'em up style, mm-hmm. and so that's just both. Yeah. Do you think it would be better if they got like some, like famous level design talents in there? Like if they worked with like. But uh, the game is about going reputation. into older games, so it feels like it's normal that this. The, to me, it, it's yeah. thematical that the areas are yeah. kind of bland. Like the coffee and donut mansion, it just feels like uh, that old school like Nintendo it game, Mappy. Yeah, like it just like it's an old kind of reminded me of Resident Evil One too. Like yeah. it's just rooms in a mansion, like, like Prince it, Repeat. Yeah, and um, the, every every game, uh, well, none no game overstays its welcome inside the game. Like there's mm-hmm. six games mm-hmm. so far. Like I got bored one, at one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing ended right away, like so, and I moved on to an entirely different game. So the gameplay, as you play Travis, is the same in any in every game, mm-hmm. but they change the camera and add like some elements to it that'll make it slightly different. So you never get bored, even though it's just a beat 'em up. Yeah, you don't have time to get bored, basically. And and you get bored easily. You have high standards for that. Yeah, and like. There's there's also like a second playable character which I haven't played. Yeah, Batman. Have. Like, yeah. what's different? Uh, not so much really. He has uh, some of the chips you can equip on there's your like characters. There's specific chips for characters, which are like right? special moves that you can use at some moments. And Batman has like specific ones about like his alcoholism. Yeah, but there's no there's <laughs> no there's no alcohol in the game. No, because it says like there's a chip where it says like you can it increases the effect of beer. Mm-hmm. But you might get drunk faster. So maybe, like, yeah. It's there to just laugh at you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it... No? <laughs> okay. I wouldn't so put it past the game. Yeah. It's like you get a useless chip. Because, like, oh, but this this could do this. Because this guy's a there's, huge slob. Yeah. Because yeah, But there's no beer in the game, so... And uh, they're constantly 
ish updating it. Uh, the game comes with a season pass mm-hmm. where you're gonna have two other characters. Yeah. That are playable and they're from No More Heroes One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think. Uh, both of them, right? Yeah, I think potentially there's some characters like. Well, yeah. when you finish the game, you kind of get a hint of like what's the next DLC gonna be. And there's also like probably what No More Heroes Three is gonna be because where I'm at already at the story, like what you're doing will cause events, like eventually, like the there's a about the death drive and like the purpose of the death drive. So it probably leads into No More Heroes Three. Also, I would say like the characters are much they're they're better written. Mm-hmm. Like no, yeah. like in No More Heroes One, Travis is just this guy who wants to get laid, and he's put into like this stupid situation because of it, mm-hmm. and he he's doing everything that would harm him, yeah, just to get like into this girl's pants, and that's like pretty much a story. Like eventually, there's like uh, that's his, his character brother, arc. but yeah, that's his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then No More Heroes 2 plays on that, like mm-hmm. how dumb he was, but he's still making mistakes. In this one, he's like, he's kind of grown. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a lot more text because there's the visual novel part. So like, the characters are all more developed. And um, it links to Killer7 as well. Yeah. So like, as I, like I said, all, the, all characters are, are put in it, right? But they, they also make links to like, how did this event in this other game happen? So it's not just like cameos. It's like justifications. Conti- well, it's 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 basically it's saying the this is all universe. Yeah, it's basically saying this is all in the same world. Oh, and I see. some things are linked. Like the reason Killer Seven happens is explained in that game. Mm. Um, it it there's like Shadow of the Dam stuff as well. So very interesting. Anyway, so they could they could have called it Grasshopper the anthology or whatnot. No one would have bought that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like had to sadly, really put yeah. their yeah. their their most popular character in the forefront and everything. It's kind of and like the character knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the main character, but, it, it, but so not in a Sonic way, like you know, because like, that was a Sonic voice ish. Oh, I'm the main character. <laughs> yeah, but like it's something Sonic would say. It was like, yeah, I'm but, so fast. So no time to think. <laughs> the, the game is named like Travis Strikes Again. No more heroes. No more heroes is a subtitle here. It's mm-hmm. kind of like uh, when uh, Star Wars movies started saying a Star Wars story. So yeah. it's like yeah. a No More Heroes story. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. well, only in the. F- I think that was only to make uh, to uh, to like anticipate uh, people's expectations. Mm-hmm. Because well, to me, to me, it's the best they, No More Heroes. So yeah, it feels like three. They, like the developers came out and they said like the sales of this game will influence if No More Heroes three is going to be. Yeah, a but thing. to me, that's like, No More Heroes three. This game already. Like I don't feel it's different so much. I understand yeah. there's not an open world and like you're not killing ten assassins. Okay, okay, okay. But I finished the game. Yeah. I agree with you. I feel like this to me would count as a No More Heroes three. Yeah. But you have to finish the game. Yeah. But it but it, it leads it leads to a sequel for sure. Like the story oh, yeah. is already well, you, you know it's like a you prequel know the, to a you know yeah. the game's tone. Like yeah. you know just it finish the game, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. it. Let's 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 see once you have finished to see if uh, your review has changed. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't, I don't think I it will, yeah. but it's just you'll have more information on hand. So it'll be yeah. like that's it. 
So let me tell you about uh, how I entertain myself. Yeah. Uh, I I know I'm late to the party. I started Monster Hunter Worlds. Nice. And let me let me just tell you my point of view. Um, I am a big, big, big Monster Hunter fan. Mm-hmm. I've I've played three of them really, really super a lot mm-hmm. in multiplayer and single player. I, I specialize in the weapon, the gun lance, the most badass weapon ever made in any game. I the swear. Gun to God. lance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a gun lance. It's an actual huge lance where it's foldable it's a cannon, on your basically? back. Yes. Yeah. It's like think of the think of the the, the, the lion heart in oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. in, in Final Eight, but as a lance with okay. a shield. And it's really unwieldy and everything, and you could shoot and you could do it like a big big fucking uh, I love that it's unwieldy <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's really like it's it's a struggle to, to swing it around and to walk around with it deployed because it's foldable and you can put it on your back and run mm. but when you when it's ready you like whoosh, you just hit it you just unfold it like an umbrella boom <laughs> and it has like five bullets and you can hit your friends with the bullets if you're not careful and everything it's really <laughs> really 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 ridiculous over the top I love it do the do the giant monsters like fall back from your bullets? Yes, they they all have in Monster Hunter. It's genius how the monsters they react to the attacks and everything. And okay. if you break every single part of the monster, the head, the legs, the tail, the the torso have a sort of resistance, and you can break it. Hmm. I'm doing air quotations, but you can't see that. Mm. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like their armor. Great for podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, and as soon as it breaks, he gets into a stun lock, and it makes that part more vulnerable. But but uh, does Critical does he damage. react before you break those things? Uh, like if you shoot a giant bullet at a, a thing. Well, there's animations that shows you that like it hurts. It doesn't yeah. stagger most of the time, but after yeah, a certain threshold, yeah. he staggers, and that threshold uh, rises with time. And it informs you that it's he's more and more exhausted. Yeah, you can yeah. look at the creature and know like. Yeah, you see his breath form. You see him uh, between attacks. He just breathes like... <sighs> or he twitches a little. Or he does the attack, but in a lazy fashion. Oh, they also yeah. run away. Yeah, they run away. They, they, they run away. And you can see that they're kind of hurt. So it's like... <laughs> yeah. And if they encounter another major monster on the way, depending on their relationship... They might get killed. <laughs> they, they, they're like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. This, this big shit is here. Uh, we're going to fight. No, mm-hmm. fuck the human. Yeah. We're, we're going to fight between monsters. Kaiju fight! And, and it was... Uh, it's, it's Monster Hunter Worlds really made everything different. Like, uh, for, for, for at least three of the games, uh, every single area was kind of detached in little sections mm-hmm. because yeah. it used to be in D, uh, PS uh, Vita or PS... Um, PSP mode and and 3DS yeah they couldn't load the areas Mm -hmm. but now in Monster Hunter Worlds really everything is in in a big seamless uh, place and it it changes everything Mm -hmm. it was a great decision right to start now because they're in their like first anniversary mode where they're adding a lot of stuff or have added a lot of stuff oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah they they, they added so much (laughs) stuff to it and quality of life improved like tenfold everything is super faster Uh, you can move faster when you use items and everything it's great they added combos to every weapon they kind of retconned uh, the um there there used to be a system just before in the game just before 
um, where you would have three different stances with every weapon, like a jumping stance, yeah. uh, offensive stance, and everything. And they kind of went like, nah, that never happened. <laughs> and they made it way better that way. Because, I mean, it's it's wonderful. I, I just played played a few hours in it, of it, and I went like, okay, I'm never going back to the other Monster Hunters, honestly. I'm just investing. This is a new standard for, yeah. the, for the series. Absolutely. And you can see wow. the numeric damage of what you're doing, which is a big deal for me. Kind of feeds my RPG soul. <laughs> the numbers. Yep. And yeah. the graphics just went like... Yeah, I guess the they made so much money with the other Monster Hunters that they just went like, you know what, fans? Here you go. It's their yeah. biggest franchise, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, it sold like 5 million copies in its first week, like, last year. Yeah. And it keeps selling copies and yeah. they keep adding content to it. And I think even Resident Evil 2, like, in its first weekend, only sold, like, 2 million. Only sold 2 yeah. million. <laughs> only? <laughs> I'm, yeah, like, I, yeah, uh, I'm interested in uh, in seeing that game, especially since they're adding like. Well, I've played the it's demo, good. but they yeah. they're adding uh, Geralt mm-hmm. from yeah the Witcher, so yeah, that's kind of cool. He is kind of a monster hunter. He's a monster hunter. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if he comes with any monsters though, but because the the, the, yeah, the tone yeah, like is more anime ish. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. dinosaurs. It's like yeah, but the super dinosaur land. Like with the cats and stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The cats are super cute. <laughs> Palicos. <laughs> Palicos. Yeah. And uh, they're just. Can it's you a play as a cat? Game. Uh, no, I don't think so. In this one, I don't think so. Well, you could in the but past. But you, you, you could in the past, definitely. You could do whole missions as the cat and have special moves. It was a little weird. Honestly, I didn't like it when you used to play as the cat, but they are fully play uh, like full companions with their own moves and their own equipment. Yeah, they help you out, right? Yeah, and it's it's a great game. I can't wait to to to, to continue playing it. I think I'm playing it tonight with a bunch of of people because people are still playing it. It's that great, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, I know in the VGAs one RPG. Of yeah. the uh, of the year, honestly, I don't consider it to be an RPG. It's really a really good uh, boss fight, beaten up, uh, beat them up, and mm-hmm. slash gathering simulator. It's like co op action. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's its own genre. It deserves the praise. Yeah, uh, yeah, deserves its praise. But we've we've went through this. I think it's a great game. Like mm-hmm. it's, and uh, absolutely, I don't know if I would get back into it because I feel like it's such an investment to play Monster Hunter World It games. It is, honestly. It's really hard. But it's fun um, when you do. Yeah. But it's skill-based. Mm-hmm. Like someone yeah. that has really shitty armor can go against the um, the most uh, meanest, baddest enemy mm-hmm. and could still, it's possible, mm-hmm. and it's not unreasonable to, to, to go through the fight and not get hit. Yeah. But is it like you also need... To, it's not just skill based you need to know everything on how to defeat that monster yes the patterns the behaviors the how how it moves before it which does a weapon will do what makes you feel like a hunter oh yeah exactly it's not just you add this oil to your blade and then you can kill that monster it's you made just, yeah, so that you're you're able to, to to defeat them with any weapon anyway mm. it's not that much harder with another weapon but you know, it helps. Like, let's say, for instance, certain 
certain uh, monsters are more weak to hammer hits. Mm. Well, if you hit them on the head, um, it's it's a thing. Like every single weapon could do a different thing, and um, if you play with the hammer and you aim for the head, they get stunned, which okay. is something yeah. you can't do with most weapons, mm. unless if you have the elemental uh, add-on of stunning, which only happens in like two, two or three weapons. Because say in like Dragon's Dogma, you mm -hmm. can play as the double, double-handed sword character, yeah, and that's the one character that you can most easily cut limbs off with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because uh, there's also the system where if you cut the tail, it's especially the tail. Almost yeah. every monster has a tail. And whenever uh, you have the long sword or the great sword or the, um, the dual sword, you can cut off the tail. Okay. Um, but you have to hit it repeatedly for like because three quarters of the battle. Because they're giant monsters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, three quarters of it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really resistant most of the time, and so, um, it's 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 really thrilling when it happens because it lops off and it does a huge yeah. dramatic animation and the the monster just screams like and, and 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 you get to harvest the tail right away and mm -hmm. sometimes you need to upgrade weapons and have rare parts from those tails. Yeah, so you need to break those specific parts to get yeah good, so good weapons. Yeah. And stuff, yeah. In order to do certain upgrades, yes, sometimes you do need to switch weapons, but not to defeat them. Mm -hmm. You can no. you can do it solo, uh, no problem. You can capture them too. Like you need, yes. you can use traps and stuff, and that yields like different results. And you 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 get yeah. more rewards because mm -hmm. of it, more drops and captured and, and alive. Mm. Yeah, because you actually. Well, have I suppose to capture alive is it. for like certain bosses, but like not the last boss. You can do you can do it with nearly every. Oh, yeah. Nearly monster. every, yeah. Wow. The, the, the it's like a giant dragon. You can still like trap him alive. Mm -hmm. um, the the hugest ones you can't, but most of it, most of it, and and you could. It's really surprising the ones that you can and you can't. Mm -hmm. Like you would think, oh, this is a huge fucking motherfucker. I can't capture that shit. And but then, then you, you try, and it's like, yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, and it's really specific. It's really good too. The the way that you capture it. Um, you have to find out when it's low health. Yeah. So you have to look at its behavior, the way it moves, the way it, it breathes, if it runs away a few times. Mm -hmm. And after, what you do is that, first of all, you need to trap him. There's like three different kinds of traps. There's an electric trap. There's a there's a ground trap. And there's, there's another one, I don't remember. But um, once you trap them and he trips in it, you have a small period of time that he's in the trap and he's kind of flailing around and doing oh. weird noises. <laughs> and you have to throw tranquilizers on it. A few Make tranquilizers. Because yeah. you don't want to fall it. asleep. It's a bomb? Uh, yeah, it's mm. like it's the equivalent of a bomb. And you can only throw it like short range. Mm. So if he's low health, he's uh, in a trap and you tranquilize it enough, then you capture it. And it, it really rewards so me twice as many what, results. I always wonder what the traps were for. Hmm? I always wondered why the like why yeah, you had traps can, and why you... You can capture sometimes if you need to break a specific part. Like you can just make them stop moving. Yeah. And yeah. then go get your good angle so you can just cut that part. Like there's, yeah, because you need to like yeah. get your angle in. Yeah. Yeah. You need to you be precise. And it's like the, the animations in that game when you attack are kind of... 
you kind of load animations. Like it's, I don't want to say like it's clunky, but it's. Well, it depends on your weapon, right? Yeah, yeah, but it can be like quite heavy sometimes. Yeah. So there's a lot of like timing and precision involved. And you just give yourself like better odds by trapping mm-hmm. a monster. I wish I had a second life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, to play all these games. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, the use of the trap also, you can trap people and then tranquilize them when they're not low health so that they fall asleep. And then you set up barrel bombs that you can craft. You, you put the barrel bombs all around it, like seven barrel bombs, and then you do one huge attack that just explodes it all at once and when some uh, when monsters are sleeping it's a critical hit yes and if you do a chain reaction with all those barrel bombs it's one single hit so you kind of almost kill it with that chain reaction there's a a lot of things you can do Mm. and you you play the way that you want to play so uh, it's 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 an it's it can be a curse though because if you play with people that are really, really precise with the that want to kill it the most optimal way and you need to capture it and you need to cut every part and you need to stun it a certain amount mm-hmm. of times and you need to, to, to do the barrel bombs at this one point, it can be a little picky. Mm-hmm. You have to pick your group. Yeah. Mm. And like, I'm, I'm really chill. I just do whatever. So if I play with someone that's like, oh, why did you... Why did you do that? Why did you cut the tail in this area and everything? Like, uh, we can't, uh, we can't. Uh, oh God! Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's just. Uh, you have to choose the people that you play. Yeah, with. when co-op becomes toxic. Yeah. Or just maybe not toxic, but sometimes it's just like okay, some people are not. We're not all at the same level, and we're not. Sometimes it's the same a, involvement. a game is more than a game yeah. for you, right? So mm-hmm. Games are meant to be played. Not lived. Not lived. Oh, yeah. there you go. That's a nice quote. That's Travis. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I was supposed to, 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 to continue Tales of Vesperia, but I, I saw, since I, I was a Monster Hunter Worlds and, and watching Twitch streams of Kingdom Hearts, uh, by the way, uh, nice. and, and, and it's a wonderful game. Um, I was supposed to, but I saw the news, recent news, mm-hmm. that in, in Tales of uh, Vesperia Definitive Edition, all the extra scenes, which there are a lot, um, all the extra scenes that they added in Definitive Edition, they didn't bring back the main voice actor, Mr. Troy Baker. Yeah. Now, honestly, um, I heard the difference between the two. They try, he tries to imitate his voice and everything. It's 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 nice and all that he tries to continue the legacy, and uh, but the thing is, I think it's some kind of a little betrayal, and I think it's a big deal for me. Like, uh, I'll I'll try to explain. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of Troy Baker's voice acting in Tales of Vesperia. It left me a mark, and it really made the difference between a character that was kind of annoying, cocky. And someone that was really confident and, and, and three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. His voice acting was amazing. In fact, I love I loved Yuri so much that I named my cat <laughs> Yuri. Yeah. And I I continued um, with the lore with it. I mean, there was a movie that came out that was a prequel, and he was wonderful in it too as a character. And I wished that there was a dub of it. 
made by Troy Baker and everything. Yeah, the um, original cast, yeah. And, and it made me interested in voice acting in general when it came out in 2008. Okay. And um, it, he really brought a lot to the plate. Uh, but the thing is, he's a hotshot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he costs a lot of money. Yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. involved in a he's game, he's high profile now. Yeah, yeah. When he's involved in a game, he also contributes to the soundtrack because he happens to be a wonderful singer and mm. and he plays guitar and everything and and he's he's it must it must be because he costs too much now. Yeah, that's pro- Yeah, that could be one of the main reasons. I feel. But it just. I just feel like it's kind of weird if you start like a project with someone and then you have like extra scenes, and the person who are involved within that project don't get to work on it again. Like, did they even ask him like to join? Nope. Like, no. They just okay. They just they just went along and went like, fuck it. We'll replace him. Like, he just confirmed on Twitter that he was not approached. He was like, huh. This is going on? Wow. They added scenes? Okay. It's not me? All right. I'm learning it now. <laughs> I feel that's a little bit underhanded. And, it, and it, yeah, it's weird. Like, imagine if you watch, like, special features of a of a movie and you had, like, extra scenes and you see the character, but it's not the same actor. Yeah. Just for the extra scenes. And it's like, what? what? And it's not even extra because in the definitive edition, they add two characters that are completely playable. Mm-hmm. And if for, for you uh, you guys out there that never played a Tales game, Tales is literally riddled with, um, with uh, scenes, mm-hmm. with voice acted scenes of, of uh, character interaction and everything. It's, 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 it has hours and hours and hours of character development in general. And the fact that they added two other characters just interacting with the eight existing ones just like multiplied the amount of scenes that they did. So it's just it's kind eh. of it's kind of weird to like add to a game and then go cheap on the voice actors. Like yeah. like there clearly was a budget to improve their game, right? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they thought that it wouldn't sell as much. Yeah. You said earlier you've heard him like he sounds a bit different. Yeah, he sounds different. Because uh, <laughs> uh, at least with like characters voiced by Tom Hanks, like in Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> his bro- it's his brother that that does the voice in in games. Are you shitting in all, me? In all games that he has his character, like a character like Woody or or whatever else, it's it's his brother. So he sounds very similar. You know, really? he doesn't sound exactly the same, but you you're like, oh wow, he like really sounds similar. Yeah, so. At least there's like an effort to 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 get somebody that sounds exactly or like very similar or something. Uh, yeah, it sounds weird that they go with a different voice actor that just fakes a voice. Yeah, yeah, it's not a really I, bad imitation. Like, you, okay. you, it's not like, but you he's know, not that the Simpsons only one. Episode where it's like Krusty <laughs> that has a completely different voice when he introduces the camp counselor, Mister <laughs> Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I, I feel like I would have gone with no voice at that point. Would that be weird? That 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 would not be weird because, because lots of tales of are uh, lots of tales are not voiced during the voice act. No, but I mean uh, voiced the, the, the scenes voiced throughout, but then in these scenes not voiced. I think that w- could have been a little better, hmm. honestly. 
because the rest of the cast, some of the cast returned. Oh, okay. So it's a little mm. disconcerting. It's like, hi, who are you? <laughs> hey, who's this guy? You know? Yeah. Let's so act as if nothing happened. And at least the thing is that, that bothers me the most is that it's added content. It's not, um, I mean, it's streamlined within the whole thing. Um, it's, it's not as if it's an extra scene that you distinguish, you, you, you see after the end of the game or anything. It yeah, goes it's on like throughout, throughout yeah. the game. So you keep hearing him again in his correct voice and then, like, because it goes back and forth, right? Yes. It's with the new characters. Absolutely. That's, that's what's going on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I didn't start it yet, but I will... Uh, do a final review once I finish it again because it's a wonderful game and I do want to know the character development and everything and the original intention of the author. So I'll play it. I'll play it despite that. That's fine. No problem. And um, I've, I've watched Kingdom Hearts streams. Uh, the, the ones that didn't get taken down or whatever. <laughs> yeah. How is that? Um, it's, it, it uses the... Uh, the, the <laughs> I feel like it uses the Final Fantasy XV engine, so it looks a little more serious. That's Unreal. Uh, Unreal? Mm. Unreal uh, 4? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's... it's <sighs> The Disney rides. The mm. Disney rides as a tax. It just feels like capitalism just looming over you. <laughs> going, Buy our products! <laughs> Buy our IPs! Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah... I, I before watching the Twitch streams, honestly, I have immersed myself in many, many, uh, many YouTube videos of people that tried to summarize the twelve, no, the eleven other games of Kingdom Hearts, mm -hmm. in the order that they happened, the mobile games, uh, the 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 3DS games, the the Vita games, everything. And I think I can grasp the story by now after seeing like five 30-minute YouTube videos trying to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for you viewers out there that, that are new to Kingdom Hearts, I'll try to, to resume it within one minute. <laughs> within everything that I saw, okay? Go ahead. So, TLDR version of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> the light and dark are fighting. Alright? <laughs> the chosen ones have giant keys that fix stuff that are broken by the darkness, all right? Sora, Riku, Aqua, and Kairi are the main characters, and they have a bunch of friends and incarnations. And when humans are destroyed by the dark, get this, it makes a weird living husk, which is called a nobody, uh, an evil thing that's called a heartless, and when they're defeated, they go back to being a human. Which, 30 seconds left. Which is called a somebody. Uh, an evil dude travels. He makes a sect. Two sects, actually. And, and always wants all the power. All that Disney shit just happens because Sora, a.k.a. Roxas and Ventus, and his buddies go to fix the different worlds and relive their actual stories while getting shit that empowers the light and restoring people to somebodies. Now stretch that to 12 different games that have absurd names and you've got Kingdom Hearts. Boom, a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On. Oh, Boy, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, all the all yeah, the Disney stuff is side content to the story, right? Yeah, it's it's com- it, you just go along for the ride. It does not you matter say, to the you story save whatsoever. other words, but yeah. Mm. So that that's what happens within all of the twelve Kingdom Hearts games, and uh, it's a little it's, more than that. <laughs> oh well, if 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 you count the mobile, yeah, I think it's exactly. Uh, but there's three different Wikipedias that contradict each other. Anyway, that that consider some side stories to be canon and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's really the, the Protestant most Church story. of the Jiminy Crickets uh, <laughs> oh, journals yeah. that are like possessed by bugs, and now you go you have to go back into his journal to fix the worlds that he wrote about. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh was the evil all along. Oh yeah. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised. That would still make sense. <laughs> Honestly. I'm just saying things. I remember playing the first two games when mm. they came out and I love them. Like they're still to this day, like I feel like they they were great games. They were at the, the time first action RPG games. Cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I they just, they like spearheaded the they, genre they that everything well. is yeah. in now. And they work well, but Uh, I haven't followed up with the story, and honestly, I don't really care about Kingdom Hearts story. I feel like it just looks like fun, more yeah. than anything. Uh, that's it is a bunch of fun. That's what I'd go for. Like if uh, I'd play these games, like I, well, if I played Kingdom Hearts three, I'm thinking maybe eventually, if it goes on sale, I wouldn't mind just going over it and seeing like the Disney worlds and just having like that fun spectacle. RPG action game. It it does it does ring your nostalgia glasses yeah. a my, lot. Well, my, my really problem with that is that it with Kingdom Hearts one and two, mm-hmm. you went to worlds where it was the worlds of my childhood, kind of like yeah. Disney game, like the Disney worlds. Like you, do you go to the Lion King? But you go to like yeah yeah in the yeah. second game you go to the Lion yeah, King world and things like that. You know the, the Little Mermaid and whatever. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's all kind of like new era Disney. Yeah, tangled, there's a lot of them. Yeah, Toy Story, Big Hero 6, t- yeah. Frozen. Yeah, and that isn't my childhood. It's for a new generation. Like even Toy yeah. Story was a bit. I was a bit older than the other ones. Yeah, but that movie was impressive. Like, yeah, no, no. I, like I, I'm not saying they're not yeah, great. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm saying like, to me, it's not a nostalgia factor. Now, if I <laughs> play Kingdom Hearts 3... I kind of want to go watch these Disney movies that I haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen Frozen or San Francisco. Or... Yeah. <laughs> See? Capitalism looming me so, over so, you yeah. to so consume like, Disney products. And you should try the rides, too. <laughs> yeah, try the Disney World rides. At Disneyland. Buy your package. Like the pirate ship and the... Yeah. The game looks really nice. It looks beautiful. And um, it was weird. I watched some streams as well. And it's the, like... It's the first game that uh, the intro isn't packed with everything you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought the intro was the most boring part of what I've seen. Like the first worlds were the, mm-hmm. it's the Hercules world or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like the most boring. Yeah, world honestly, it's it's true. You're so, right. So I assume that the game just gets better and better and better until its climax. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's no Final Fantasy in there. Yeah, that's that's what I'm missing. Like the the whole thing was a huge crossover at first. Yeah, I find it a little weird. Maybe they just took the designers from Final Fantasy, other than the characters. I mean, the, the, um, is there is there a Sephiroth again? <laughs> I don't know. For the I third really time, don't know. I have to remember that. But yeah, 
Uh, honestly, there was I, a sorry. There was an interview explaining why. Uh, oh really? I think, I think it's on Kotaku. I can't remember, but basically, uh, Nomura said that um, the the franchise didn't need Final Fantasy characters to support it anymore ah. in the gaming in the gaming world. Like well, honestly, I agree with that. Because I would like, agree with that because there's too much stuff in there. But I would have loved to see like Mike Wazowski versus Lightning. That would have been like <laughs> that would have been like the best shit. Like she just shows up and Monsters Inc. Universe. Yeah, if you put late Disney stuff in, you could put, put late, late Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy stuff. stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot of Final Fantasy 12, 13, 15 stuff that they could have put in. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Like Noctis. Noctis is It's supposed to be anyway. everywhere, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not in Kingdom Hearts 3. Apparently. But well, in Kingdom Hearts, there's like uh, Organization 13. How many characters are there in there? 13? Yeah, so yeah. So it's like 13 different clones of Noctis anyway. But mm. there's also the real Organization 13, <laughs> oh, which is a... another one. <laughs> and, and, and so there are 26. That's like, <laughs> yep. is that in Kingdom Hearts 3 or it's previous games? Previous games. Okay, so it's the organization that's just clones of the bad guy, right? Uh, a part of it. <laughs> No, let's not go down that rabbit hole again. Nah. Part of it is nah. clones of the main bad di- bad guy. Honestly, it's, 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 it's just Metal Gear. When, when I play, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, but that's a, that's a great point. That's a good point. We we no, but like like listen, there's we excuse this shit out of Metal Gear. Yeah, like yeah. and it's the same shit. It's the same shit. It's goofy shit. It's but like games. when it's ki- when it's Kingdom Hearts because it's for children or like I don't know like uh, e- there's pairings online or whatever. It's like a different community. We make a lot of fun of it. Well, yeah. that's and that's one thing I want to make clear though is like as messy as the story can seem to someone who hasn't it's been following simple. it for for. Yeah, you can you can find like the main core themes like if you think about it like if you just get through it you don't need all the extra like extraneous details and you know, can find everybody. the main theme because everything is a quote in this game. <laughs> yes, everything it is. Yeah. People do one-liners it's, all it's, the time. It's fun. It's campy, and it's it's there's there's kind of like just like this whole sentiment of like making fun of Kingdom Hearts, but I feel like it's really important to not be an asshole and make fun of people that like Kingdom Hearts. Like yes. I think that's very yeah. important because there's a difference and that's not that's not acceptable. Like it's just it's you can love the story, you can find it funny, you can love the visuals or just like the nostalgia trip yeah, of I, it. But like people who make fun of like fans of something, I think it's just ridiculous. There's no need for that. That's that's absolutely just unwarranted. I, do, you, like, do you think there's a lot of like obviously there's a lot of that in like any bigot or like for but I, I do you think it's increased with Kingdom Hearts I don't know making I fun hope, of the fans I hope not but I'm pretty sure yeah um, maybe just yeah. because it's more popular yeah right? exactly because yeah because yeah, it's a so, hot topic but it's you know, like so we made like, fun of the story but to me it's actually, like it's, it's very simple it's yeah, just that there's a lot like, of content and I think it's like it's people can enjoy what they want like this, it, is, this is something that can be enjoyed by yeah. everybody and like it just depends on where you take your enjoyment from and it's not judging anyone who enjoys Kingdom Hearts for whatever reason they enjoy it it's it's cool man absolutely and it might sound like I'm making fun of it but the thing is Mm. honestly my personal opinion is that I really love complicated ass stories so that's why (laughs) I looked at so many 
fucking uh, summaries yeah. on YouTube because I was actually interested on how they became how how it it became Kingdom Hearts three, and I was fascinated at how much work and how much how many developers and 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 how much how many worlds that they went through and everything. Because it's kind of fun to see the whole ride. I know it's super complicated with twists and turns and 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 stuff that they retconned. Also, yeah. mm -hmm. it's 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 ridiculously complicated uh, in the whole scheme. But the thing is, I love it. Yeah, and it's cool to see that it's a franchise that means so much to so many people. Like I think it lets yeah, that's nice. I I personally did the same thing as you. <clears throat> Sorry, I only played one and two. Mm -hmm. So like I'm missing seventy five percent of the the whole game. Absolutely, uh, more than that. <laughs> One and two is not really. It's a footnote compared to everything else. But I I, I kind of don't want to play games where they revisit the same worlds again and again because like even though now they're not spinoffs, they were in the past. Like Chains of Memories on GBA. Come on, that's a spinoff. Like, it's it's canon. No, nope, it's, canon, it's canon. But it, it but like it was it wasn't planned to be. Like how much of its canon factors into the current lore because i know one of them is just they were sleeping and then they woke up uh that's kind of oh uh, yes Did yes, yes sleep? Frag fragmentary passage uh, that <laughs> but but they but there's but there's new characters <laughs> and stuff right there's like explanations as to why this is happening yeah blah, of blah, course blah. of course they the there's one that I think is very like seems very important because there's a whole cast of characters that I don't know like the the Xehanort guy who who looks like a mix of like Cloud and Squall yeah yeah like uh, clearly he's important <laughs> yeah yeah well. and I have no idea who he is and he's with a Roxas looking guy yeah so. Ventus <laughs> yeah, it, yeah which is also Sora <laughs> yeah because it's like a, a like, kid Sora or whatever yeah. just it's the the future spirit of kid Sora Okay. Just, just, <laughs> just looking at my YouTube recommendations, I saw like so many Kingdom Hearts lore explained videos. Mm. Like, and I feel like that eventually there's just gonna be like top ten lists of Kingdom Hearts lore explained videos. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how far we're into it. It'd be like, nice. Like, It'd be nice if they they did uh, the SquareSoft thing of releasing a book, like not an Ultimaniacs book, but just like a. Like a Silmarillion, like a Tolkien, like story. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. You know, just like this is the that. timeline. This is what happened. This is because even though you give me cut. Well, if if it's like a nerd book at the same time, I think it could be yeah, yeah. really cool to have like the history yeah. of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah. Until that, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's gonna be like fifteen other games. Yeah, oh, yeah it, it'll definitely. probably hint at like other games to come. Or yeah, like, it depends on Disney at this point. I think. Too, yeah. Maybe Disney is like, okay, we're done now. Well, then yeah, again, maybe. Kingdom Hearts 4. Marvel characters, Star Wars characters, that would be amazing! Holy shit. Well, I mean, the darkness is just the dark side. Oh, yeah. Or not. So and the ultimate the villain could be like, oh, Xehanort uh, slash Darth Vader, <laughs> yeah. Kylo Ren. <laughs> he just, he yeah. just gets defeated by Kylo Ren out of the blue, and then it's like a new story. Yeah, <laughs> Kylo Ren wants to open his heart. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's uh, I think it'd be very like uh, a really bad idea if they included Marvel and uh, 
Star Wars? Yeah, I think it's just going to anger a whole bunch of people if they do that, honestly. But it, re- it, <laughs> it will be, be really kid, nice to see, based. like, the, uh, like, EA get away from, from Star Wars and, like, maybe a, a Kingdom Hearts-esque Star Wars RPG. I, I want to see, like, Goofy ride an X-Wing. <laughs> Okay, that's the title of our episode. That's the title of our episode. Right there. Borsh! Borsh! Just in space, doing flips and shit. Whoa, your baddies is good! But, but like, like, Star Wars is its own convolute not not really convoluted but it's on like dark versus good this thing yeah so it would be like disney and star wars not like disney and star wars and the heartless and the nobody and the you know like anyway yeah, who knows yeah who knows but an animated star wars game would be really interesting mm-hmm Other, other than uh, looking at those streams and playing Monster Hunter Worlds, I've all also been back to my basics, of course, the mobile games that I've been obsessed with, the gacha games, the many RPG and tactical RPGs. There's The, the gacha games are doing crossovers with each other also. <laughs> like in Star Ocean Anamnesis, or whatever they call it, <laughs> they have crossovers from Final Fantasy Brave Exvius that's going on at the moment, and I finally got the characters... And oh my god, it's 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 just uh, it, it sucks up all of my money. I swear to God. <laughs> well, it's good. <laughs> Crossovers are interesting. I just saw a news the other day that uh, there's a new uh, near content, and it's in Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm. So What? it's like really? yeah. So basically, in fourteen, they've been having guests do different raids, which are like kind of like strikes in destiny or whatever there's yeah, a yeah. bit of story yeah like it's not just hey here's a uh, a dungeon it's monster like, hunter too yeah exactly and um like the last one was was done by the final fantasy 12 slash final fantasy tactics mm-hmm. uh creator so it was in that universe yeah mm-hmm. and now the new one is like a near universe it's like yorha something okay so it's gonna be like new <laughs> new near stories lore in final fantasy in final 14. fantasy 14 so now you need to if you want the full near story you need to probably get to level 60 in final but, fantasy 14 but even monster hunter world has the behemoth from oh yeah final fantasy 14 and final fantasy 14 has like a rathalos oh, yeah wow. square enix is yeah. really really Is, big is that the guy that's also in Smash right now? Yeah. Or, yeah, okay. Like, right, right now, also in Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, they have also Star Ocean characters that are crossing over. They do that all the time. They had the Nier characters in Star Ocean. Because it's, a, it, it's games that are, like, they're gacha and they're, like, fan games. Like, it's a, it's a fan fest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, it makes sense. And, uh, I, I feel like cool. those gacha games are the new version of collectible cards. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's how I and feel like, when I do, uh, instead when of I, printing cards, you just get like yeah, digital, like get, a digital collection as like a game. Is is a uh, Brave Exvius the 3D game? Oh no, it's uh, the um, 2D uh, traditional game. It's oh. it's kind of the active time battle system like six. Oh, the 3D is Dissidia, right? Uh, Dissidia, yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah, phone because they're it. they're adding Beatrix. 
Is that like a fighting game or kind of? Yeah, it's a fighting game. The city is the fighting game. But they did a mobile version that's not really fighting. It's like a traditional RPG, but with like PS1 (coughs) graphics. Yeah. Yeah, and they're adding like Final Fantasy IX characters recently. And, uh, well, uh, Brave Exvius (laughs) is really interesting how they did the battle. They they have the active time battle system, like attack, magic, uh, item, etc. for Mm. everyone. And uh, everyone has special abilities and their magics, and their magics are white magic, black magic, green magic, etc. They have their own weapons and stuff like that. (laughs) And um, they added on top of it a little uh, system where you combo your moves. Like every single ability in the game has a certain pattern of the hits. Mm. Like if you if you do this ability, it does it it hits like once, (coughs) twice, three three times and everything in a certain time period. And if you, uh, you queue up your moves, okay? Uh, you select all the moves that you do with all your characters and it's it stops time. And when you're ready and you want to hit, do the moves, you just click on them to confirm. And you can click on uh, the characters in a certain order and a certain timing. And if they do, they hit at the same time, it does a combo mm. and it multiplies. Mm-hmm. It's really it seems all complicated, but it's really simple once you once you try it, and it adds so much more to the game. Like, it reminds me of like Saga or Chrono Cross, where you needed to do things in certain orders, mm-hmm. like to to get a buff or yeah like increase. You know, with the colors in Chrono Cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah where you you said the like the the battlefield has to be like a certain color, and you get extra damage if it's all like yeah. Uh, red magic against like a water enemy or something. This that's yeah. exactly what they added also in the combo system because if you match your elements during those timed combos of those abilities, it gives you like an elemental chain, and after eight, you do eight of an elemental chain, you do four hundred percent more damage with every sub- subsequent hit mm-hmm. in your combo. Yeah. So it changes everything. You kind of have to use it. Uh, I wish they could turn off that feature for people that that aren't too keen about it, but mm. you know, it's it's really fun, honestly. Anyway, the way that I'm gonna entertain myself in the next week, I could tell that I'm gonna get really into Monster Hunter Worlds, yeah. and <laughs> I'm gonna finally start Vesperia. Of course, I uh, I've been saying that for the past four years. <laughs> well, you, but, you know, game. well, you have Yakuza Six yeah. to finish too. Yes, and I just bought Yakuza Zero also because oh, it was on sale zero? in the hum- humble bundle. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely needed the Yakuza Zero because, well, uh, it's really good. It's Goro. It's the <laughs> most yeah. It's the most popular one, uh, especially with uh, newer fans. Uh, not saying that like bad or anything. Me. Yeah. Yeah. But, like basically, it re- it rebooted or restarted the 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 the, the world. Mm-hmm. It didn't reboot it like in the sense of the world, but like the popularity like just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Because it was the first one on PC, so mods helped. But yeah, uh, oh. if you haven't played it, it's like the longest one. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Well, no, five is the longest one, but nobody's played <laughs> it. So. Yeah. Zero is the second longest one. I, I okay. kind of skipped okay. five myself, so okay. I understand what you mean. Yeah. How oh. about you, Rita? Um, I might try to play Hunk and Tofu, Resident Evil, in the weeks to come. I'll see how I feel about it. I might want to change games. I might go back to uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, 
well, game I started before Resident Evil. Mm. And uh, I got Y2K. I guess could be a good time to start it. Mm-hmm. As well, if I You're absolutely the target audience. So. I would wait because I think in a week or two, there's going to be a the patch that's added to everything but Switch. Okay. It's going to be added to Switch. And they're making the fights a little bit easier. Like, there was that was a complaint. There's a lot of loading on Switch because it was oh. rushed. It was a rushed port. Oh, it's... Yeah. So, um... I will wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And how about you, Mr. Thanks. Pierre? Uh, I'm going to finish Travis Strikes again. Yes. I'm going to play more Dragon Quest. And that's it. I think maybe maybe I'll watch... Uh, uh, Kingdom. I want. Yeah, I'll. I'll say a quick thing about it. It's a South Korean uh, period drama. Oh, with the zombies. With the zombies. The zombies and like in medieval. So it's like political yeah, thriller with yeah. zombies. Yeah. What really? Set in like I guess twelve like, hundredth, fourteen hundredth. Like early Korea, like early yeah. kingdoms. Yeah. Wow. And it's like six episodes, so it's like a, oh, okay. a very so it's short. short. It's like um like two or three movies. I Good. guess, yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah, it looks really interesting. I suggest you check that out because it's short and yeah, zombies, but in like yeah. <laughs> ancient Korea is really like her, <laughs> er, cool. as you were saying, early kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Era. So yeah, and it's just called Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, right. I think I'm actually gonna watch it because I'm I'm hanging out with someone that really wants the, the their zombie fix. Mm, so <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. So. uh just reminding you viewers out there, you can speak with us and tell us your comments and uh, your suggestions, your thoughts, your, your worries about everything in the entertainment industry, whichever. Uh, just remember, you can join our Discord at tinyurl.com slash 3CT Discord. And you can join us on, here, on there and just speak your mind. And you can interact with legendary fellas such as ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we also have an email, which is 3cthumbs at gmail.com. So email us anything, your suggestions, the pictures of your cat, uh, anything hate, you want. Hate mail about how much you love Nier and Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> hate mail about how, how much, how, how <laughs> Pierre how rustles your jimmies. <laughs> because, well, uh, he... Sometimes we have unpopular opinions. It's a shit game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I have been uh, Jamie. Me. <laughs> Pierre. And we'll see you next week, adoring fans. Bye-bye. Don't adore me, please. <laughs> <laughs>